We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Odyssey NFL insider, the great Ross Tucker, joins us now on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Ross, welcome to the show, buddy. What's up, dudes? Is this our last one? I well, don't I, we, don't we have you through football? I'm not sure. I, that's a great it question. Might, that's a Keith mi- question. It, yeah, it might be. Well, you guys must be special because as soon as Houston and and the Patriots were out, those two got axed. Yeah, but they still got me on with you guys. So I don't know if that's your show or the station or whatever, but it's the I'm Keith Britton bump. I'm glad because I feel like we have to have closure at the end of the season at a minimum. And that, like, I can say bye. The other stations, it's just like, I'm just gone. And those people, I mean, imagine the people in Houston, New England, when they were driving today expecting me and not here. I mean, probably ruined their whole day. It shows you who really cares about football. Yeah. That's right. It's because it's a real football town there, Ross. I think that's what, uh, no offense to those other towns who aren't football towns. Ross, how should we view a 7-10 and 10 season this year for the Cleveland Browns? Such a good question. Um, slight disappointment. That's all I would say. I mean, you know, you remember the before the year? Remember when I came in in person and everybody got mad at me because I thought they'd probably win seven, eight games maybe? Like, oh, yeah, right, dude. The last year and, you know, Baker was hurt and we got Jacoby and then when Whit Watson comes out, well, they won seven games. So, I think I nailed that one. Um, I guess I'm a little disappointed, probably in both. I probably thought they had a chance to win a game or two more with Brissett and had a game, a chance to win a game or two more with Watson um, and maybe get to nine wins. But that's about, that's about what I thought was kind of the ceiling. Going into next season, what should the expectations be for this team? Playoffs or people get fired. Right. Yeah, I mean, they're changing out the D coordinator, which they absolutely have to do. I don't know Joe personally, but, I mean, there were games where the run defense was horrendous. I think I tweeted on Sunday at Ross Tucker NFL, they had to have led the league in touchdown passes allowed where somebody was wide open and right after the play, the DBs are all looking at each other like, but what, I thought you, but what about you? You can't have that. I mean, you can't win that way. So he had to go, unfortunately, but he did. And now um, Stefanski's job is on the line. He's got to get Watson to play at a high level. He's got to get this team double-digit win next year. I expect them to be aggressive because I expect everybody involved, Stefanski, Andrew Barry, et cetera, to kind of know what the deal is, to kind of know that it's, it's put up or shut up because they didn't give that much money to Deshaun Watson to not be going to the playoffs. So I would expect them to be very aggressive draft and free agency. You know, I don't think all in is necessarily the right phrase, but I expect everyone within the organization to operate with the understanding that 
they need to have a really good season. They need to have double-digit wins and or get to the playoffs, or there's a decent chance has them cleaned house again. Ross, uh, for the second straight year, the locker room mess has spilled into uh, broad daylight. Um, last year it was Baker and o- Odell Beckham Jr. This year it was Jadavian Clowney admitting that he refused to play uh, anything but third downs against the Ravens early in the season because uh, he felt like they were giving Miles Garrett preferential matchups. And so it's been two years. That this, and by the way, those are the things we know about. And there was finger pointing and calling out Joe Woods in, in broad daylight. Can a head coach that struggles with discipline and locker room culture, can he overcome that? Or is that a fatal flaw in a Death Star? Nick, you're having a good segment. These are good questions. Damn it. Pro- wow. Probably your best segment in a while. I, I appreciate it. It's a new year. It's a new you. I like it. <laughs> um, not a death star. Not a good look. Definitely not. I don't think it's a death sentence or whatever, but it's, it's not a good look. And it speaks to, you know, there's certain organizations where it feels like there's always crap like this going on. Cleveland's one of them. The Jets are always one of them. There's always drama in Cleveland. Has there ever not been? Like, even when Belichick was there, there's always drama there, and there's always drama with the Jets, and there's always, like, leaks. It's unbelievable to me how some organizations, that's just the culture. All right, so because you are an Ivy Leaguer, you and I are fellow Ivy Leaguers, I going to Bowling Green where there is Ivy on the walls, I feel like I can ask you this question. Are all Ivy Leaguers incredibly intelligent, or are there some stupid Ivy Leaguers? I don't know if I would say there's some stupid Ivy Leaguers, but there are definitely people that you would be very surprised that they went to an Ivy League school. And I don't know, I might be one of them. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, um, look, there are guys that, um, you know, sports certainly can help. You know what's funny, by the way, in all sincerity, I know some guys that, you know, were able to get into Ivy League schools and sports was a big factor, but they didn't do very well um, at the said Ivy League school, and yet they do very well now. Like, they're still smart enough and to have a really successful life. But that, that, that I mean, that's the same for any college, I feel like. It's about your work ethic. It's about your personality. You either figure it out in life or you don't. Ross Tucker with us on the hotline. Ross, um, when you look at Deshaun Watson going forward and after the the, the six games that we've seen, it, let's let's fast forward. Let's fast forward uh, a couple years. Do you think this is going to work out? Nope. Do not. Show no, you work. I think, that, I think that they will be disappointed that they did this deal. Um, yeah. I mean – I, I was not very impressed with what I saw from him. Thought he had a few good plays. I liked the second half against the commanders. But that's about it. I mean, and honestly, I saw some of the same issues that used to bother me in Houston. He takes way too many sacks. He won't throw the ball away. He's got this thing where he thinks he's got – he's like – um. He's got a little bit of that Russell Wilson thing going on where Russell Wilson used to be able to just 
make guys miss, you know, in the backfield and kind of run around and then make a play. But Russell's a little bit less explosive than he was. So he can't really do that anymore. That's the difference between getting away from the guy and not getting away from the guy. I noticed a little bit about that, a little bit of that from Watson. Not to the extent of Russell Wilson, but, and maybe it's just because he hadn't played in a while or whatever, but he did not look as explosive and as athletic as I remembered and as he thinks he is. I mean, how many times in these games is he going to run around and think he can make guys miss and then make some big play and then he gets sacked? Again and again and again. And I think he'll play better next year than he did at the end of this year. But I don't really envision him getting back to being a top five guy or maybe even a top ten guy, which is obviously what they paid for. Ross, the, the Browns lost by two touchdowns to Pittsburgh on Sunday. It probably should have been three if Pittsburgh challenges the one touchdown rolling early in the game. Um Kenny Pickett, you know, not great numbers, but made some crucial throws. You know, it's so funny. Fans here in Cleveland just feel like Pittsburgh every year, um, they're, we're just going to pass them up, and it, it's it, it's not happening. Uh, do you think Kenny Pickett's the future in Pittsburgh? For sure, yeah. I think he'll be their quarterback for a while. I think he's good. You know, it's funny because living in central Pennsylvania, I'm friends with a lot of um, Steelers fans, and they kind of have mixed emotions about him because they think he'll be a top 20 quarterback and they think the Steelers will stick with him. Their concern is that he'll never be a top 10 quarterback and that in the AFC in particular, with all of these guys, right? I mean, Burrow and Mahomes and Josh Allen and – Trevor Lawrence and Herbert, that if you don't have a top 10 guy, you don't really have a chance. Like, they might be better next year. Maybe they win 10 or 11 games, and maybe they go to the playoffs. But there's this belief that Pickett's just not physically gifted enough to be as good as those other guys. And to get, you know, Steelers fans at this point really just care about trying to win the Super Bowl. And so they've got concerns with him. I also think that's part of the reason why the Browns were so aggressive to get to Sean Watson. I mean, his last year that he played, he was a top five quarterback. And I think the Browns looked at it and said, gosh, with these other guys, if we get a top five quarterback who's 27 years old, we got to do it. And that's why they made the big move and whatever. And I, and I forgot Lamar Jackson, by the way, but, so I understand why the Browns did what they did because they thought this is our only chance to get a top five guy, you know, in his prime and they make all the difference in the world. And by the way, if Deshaun Watson gets back to being a top five guy or even a top 10 guy, they'll be thrilled that they gave him that contract. They'll be thrilled that they have him locked in like that. Um, I just don't know that he will be that. Uh, but I think that this, this Kenny Pickett thing is really interesting Although I guess I would argue with those Steelers fans, like, is he less physically gifted than Joe Burrow? I mean, Joe Burrow is just really good, and Joe Burrow has awesome weapons. I tend to think Pickett next year could be a top. I think Pickett can be like a Kirk Cousins with a, maybe a little bit more mobility. That's pretty good, man. I mean, Kirk Cousins is a top 15 quarterback every year. Their team wins like double-digit games. 
I think Kenny Pickett can be a, a Kirk Cousins who can actually run a little bit. On the line is Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker. Insider calls presented by BetQL. BetQL is your one-stop shop sports betting analyst analytics app to help you make the most informed bets possible. Download the BetQL app and use code OHIO25 for 25% off your first month. Uh, on the coaching market, Jim Harbaugh seems pretty desperate to get back in the NFL. Have you ever seen anyone practically begging for an NFL job? with the resume that Jim Harbaugh has. Yeah, I mean, guys guys beg for NFL jobs all the time. I, I think what's so interesting about that, like, I, I don't understand the series of events of issuing a statement that he's going to stay at Michigan or wants to stay at Michigan. Then, like, two hours later, it comes out that they're going on probation or whatever. And then... He's trying to get every interview he can. I mean, you have your sources in Carolina where they were, like, banging the drum to get him an interview. And now I guess he just interviewed with the Broncos. I just don't understand. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't understand why release that thing from Michigan that you're so committed to being there. I don't know if he's going to get one. Uh, he might. But, I mean, I, I've resolved myself to the fact that in January, for at least the next 10 years, we're going to be talking <laughs> about Jim Harbaugh going to the NFL, Sean McVay, whether he coaches or not, and Aaron Rodgers, whether he plays or not. I feel like those three guys are on a text chain, and they're like, yo, do you want to do it again this year? Yeah, it's hilarious. Everybody just talks about us every day. Like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's going to walk away from $60 million guaranteed for five months. Get out of here. I mean, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to walk away from $60 million fully guaranteed for five months of work after he just lost to the Lions at home in his last game. That's, he's not going to allow that to happen. I went on a show today in Vancouver, and the guy asked me, this is an honest question, he asked me what I would do if I were Aaron Rodgers. I, I would play football for $60 million for five months. That's what I would do if I were Aaron Rodgers. What are we even talking about? McVay will probably take a year off, which I think is interesting because it's like kind of feels like when the going gets tough, then McVay gets going. In this instance, like everything was great when they were saying F them picks and just having all the veteran star players. But now that they're on the other side of that, McVay's like, yep, peace. I'm out of here. And then Harbaugh, I actually don't blame Harbaugh. Because college football is just, I mean, college football now is like the NFL without rules. You might as well go back to the NFL if you can. Ross, last night was one of the worst football games we've ever seen. Um, they didn't allow tailgating at this game, and they charged $17 for a beer. What are we doing? Well, this is a much longer conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only got about 25 seconds. I wanted to get your yeah, thoughts okay. quickly. If you're not allowing tailgating, you should be eliminated from being able to host the game. Agreed. Eliminated for college football. Okay, that's number one. Number two, $17 for a beer. I mean, this is why people, this is why, well, it's a much longer conversation, but it's not even good beer for $17. It's not even good beer. 
So, you know, real ones know how you get around that. And real ones probably come into the game stumbling. We love it, Ross. Great stuff, buddy. Thanks for all your help all football season long. Later, dudes. Later. I forgot to do this last week. You did. You screwed us. Me all week. Mm-hmm. I was upset all week. Make it Later. good. Yeah. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.